Blog Talk Radio. business band brought to you by Tritone Music and Phil Cole. Google them. <laughs> Google them now. Where are you at, Bova? I'm just leaving Chuck E. Cheese. It's probably like the Chuck E. Cheese in Sheboygan, I would imagine. Where our friend Gilbert <laughs> I imagine Godfrey they're all playing. the same. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Germ they have the signs up in there, I think. <laughs> What's that? It's a Germ Fest 2011. Uh, it's horrible in those places, isn't it? You know, kids are picking, kids are picking the nose, playing games, uh, like you said, you know, kids kids aren't wearing their socks in there, and they're barefoot, uh, and it's just nasty stuff. Absolutely horrible, horrific. Yeah, yeah germ fast, fungus fast. <laughs> what else could grow on humans? Uh, <laughs> you think anything else that might grow on a human that's not good? <laughs> yeah. There was one time my uh, daughter's actually. There was one time my daughters were actually very sick after we went to Chuck E. Cheese, you know, oh, sure. and uh, they were uh, they weren't feeling good. I'm like, you know what? That guy's throwing Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I hate it. So. I saw some signs over there. That one in New Hartford, up here in upstate New York, they got signs. I think Gilbert's coming to coming to town. Oh, Gilbert Godfrey's coming to the Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, there? I think he's coming to town over here. Yeah, I think he's going to do a tour. The Gilbert hey. Godfrey Chuck E. Cheese 2011 tour. <laughs> What did I see on, Bring on, your kids. on topics that, that Tom Hanks was in town? What's that? that? Tom That's Hanks. Tom Hanks. What was he doing in town? I don't know. Would you see that? Topics? It has to be true then. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's got to be true because I need to get topics. There's nothing out there but, but, uh, but truth. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Holy cow. Have you ever read some of them topics in there? Oh, oh yeah. I've seen the postings about myself on there. All right. What'd you get? Did you get, did you get some bad stuff, some good stuff? What'd you get? I got some good stuff on there about starting on that yeah. county character and things like that. But uh, oh, thank any God. Well, maybe there are. I don't know. <laughs> don't look. Trust me, it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I post, I post as myself on there, and, and a lot of people post anonymously because you can do that. Sure. So, people will post on their. Uh, you know, there's somebody on there six, six foot six, three hundred and five pounds, and if that's true, that's a very big guy. <laughs> so that's, that's that's a guy you don't want to you don't want to uh, get mad. No, sure, I six, agree. Six, you know, when you first, <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. I'll get her done. <laughs> when I first, when you first said you were at Chuck E. Cheese, I I just had this vision go through my head of a six foot two Italian guy trying to maneuver his way around them tubes. <laughs> well, yeah, I can see you in the tubes looking out the window. Hey, Mike, <laughs> how the hell are you gonna get out of there? <laughs> I don't know. I'm stuck. Hey, if I had to go up there, if my daughters were screaming or something, and there was a problem up there, I'd go up there. So. <laughs> I just, I just hope like hell I'm there for it. That's all I'm saying. I've been yeah. times when I had to go up because my son, I don't remember. Honestly, it's all blurred together at this stage of my life. I don't remember if it was my son like umpteen years ago. I believe it was my son, though. He was up in one of them tubes, and there was a little yeah. incline. 
he didn't want to maneuver it. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I was faced with the dreadful decision. I just let him stay up there until, until right. he does it or comes back. <laughs> he was little, yeah. though. He was too little to let him stay in there and, oh, yeah, and sweat yeah. it out with all these other kids. All the other kids are always climbing all over him. He's like the calm yeah. one. There. They're kicking yeah. him in the head trying to get him down the slide. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's horrible in there. Like, Survival of the fittest in that thing. Yeah. The kids are like, you want to push? No. <laughs> yeah. My daughter got stuck down the slide at McDonald's. I had to go in there, and, you know, I'm leaping over kids, you know, in, in the tubes. I'm, I'm, like, trying to get to my daughter. I get to her and slide down with her, and I was like, whee! Wow. <laughs> then you run into the little boy who's in front of you. His parents get pissed off. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, if my friends can oh, see my me God. now. Remember those, uh, what were those ones called? Oh, it was a horrible, dreadful thing with the, the ball pits, the, the Discovery, was it Discovery Zone? Yeah, I think Discovery Zone. Back in the day, right. and they and they did some uh, some testing on those <laughs> those balls, balls, plastic balls that are in there. Oh uh-huh. God, they found everything on there. Every human, every human yeah. production with <laughs> every the feces on the balls. Uh, you know, and then the places tried to pretend like they cleaned them. They had big bags in there which never got open. <laughs> right. The only way you uh, clean those uh, things is if you like. Uh, you know, I had a pressure washer filled with Lysol, you know? Yeah. I know, right? Well, I know. You know, I mean, really, the balls were one of the things that were so cool. I mean, they used to have, like like I said, it was probably Discovery Zone, but I remember the Crossgates Mall in Albany had something like that where you, you could drop your kids off. Wow. Okay. Really? Yeah, you would drop your kids off, you'd shop, and the kids would have fun or whatever. But you know what's really funny is, why didn't somebody ever invent like a sanitizer? You, you put you put the balls in like, uh, like a I think of our dishwasher because our dishwasher is really cheap or whatever as a glorified sanitizer because it doesn't get the dishes clean. You got to actually wash the dishes to put <laughs> you know and then put them in the dishwasher to get them clean. Preparatory. You got to prep them. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do a little post work. It's like what well, what am I doing here? I'm doing the dishes for my dishwasher. Yeah. Exactly. So I asked my brother one time when I was when I was a little guy. I'm like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Washing dishes." I go, "You got a dishwasher?" He goes, "Yeah, I know, like, but they don't get the dishes clean, so I got to wash the dishes a little bit first and then put them in there." I'm like, "Okay." So we're doing that now. So dishwasher was 200 bucks. If you get a, probably a Maytag or a KitchenAid or something like that, where it, like blows the dishes at 1,400 pounds per square inch, you know, if you open the door, there's probably broken dishes in there. <laughs> Dang! We got to get flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the ball pit idea is a good idea. They have a little thing, you put the ball in it, sucks it in it, sprays it with some oil, and pushes it back out yeah. the other end. Just, like a pool you know, cleaner. Yeah, just just put them in a, Ooh, in, a, start a business. in a big, huge dishwasher when it just sanitizes everything. Bang, it's done. You can stick like a thousand balls in at one time. Boom, it's done. It doesn't take long to sanitize them. <laughs> I don't know. People are crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I was talking to a friend of mine. Oh. Who you've had on the show, um, Laura Allen from from New York City, there, mm-hmm. co-founder of 15secondpitch.com. We were online a little bit earlier today talking about this coffee shop, and she said, "Hey, is the coffee shop still open? Because she's going to be coming up in June for a little bit. So we got to get together yeah. and get coffee." And I said, "No, the coffee shop's closed because I gave him a bunch of ideas, and he never took the ideas seriously. He never implemented any ideas that I had. And I had some great ideas for him too." And the shop's yeah. closed. I think only I think only lasted about two years. Yeah. So, and I said it's very hard, Laura, when you've got a Ben Stein personality. I mean, the guy's <laughs> running the coffee shop, and, and, it, and he's monotone. So it's like, 
Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great, man. What's going on? Uh, not too much. What can I get you? Lord God, cow. You know? You, you're not and you fall asleep. You fall asleep while he's taking your order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you're not. You not, you're not drink coffee. You know, if, if I were him, I'd be dry, I'd be drinking quadruple X espresso. Prescription coffee. He needs prescription yeah. coffee. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Are you guys twenty cups of coffee it. today? <laughs> right. And, and once in a once in a great great while, I would say something. He would he would crack a smile, and he'd be like, "That's." That's really funny. Why I can tell. <laughs> if you have to say that's really funny, then maybe you didn't really find it that funny. You got to yeah. pretend like you're laughing inside and say, "Yeah, yeah, wow, that was wicked funny." <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, okay, I well, you could have laughed maybe to prove it. Prove it to me. <laughs> yeah. He, cr- he crack a smile, you know, crack a big smile, and he's like, "Wow, that's really funny." I mean, that was his personality. <laughs> I'm like, dude, yeah. you should not be. Uh, I can't oh, remember if he was, in mili- he was in the military for a while, and, and he's one of those guys that I think is introverted, you know? Right. I, I think I think he's, he's the type of guy that you would sneak up behind him and tap on his shoulder. Ah! <laughs> Grab his pants if you tap on his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Right. A little nervous and jerky, maybe. Yeah, that, yeah. See, that's the thing, too. You know, business, when you're in business, people don't understand, okay? If you have a business, people buy from your personality as much as they do from, from your product line. If you can't, yeah. like sell it yourself, you know, if right. you're not the kind of person to say, I mean, you know what, it's kind of annoying McDonald's when it's always saying, before they take your order, hi, can I offer you a freaking new slushy, blue and yellow lemon lime slushy thing? And right. you're like, no, my God, I would have said that yeah. if I wanted that. But they make you think can- about it, and some people order it, you know? Right, and it's a canned it's, it's, it's a canned little thing, you know, because the yep. person comes out sometimes as a guy, and then the, the, the girl's like, can I help you? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> a little well, recording. Suggest to sell at the end, you know. I used, I used to suggest to sell all the time. So I worked at a place called Long John Silver's, and I, I also worked at Arby's, my, my two fast food places, you know. And uh, so I, I get on the, the drive-thru. I would love doing the drive-thru. Hey, what's going on? You know, what can I get for you today? And people are like, well, what are you smoking, man? You know. And, and so they, they place the order, and they go, you want fries with that, don't you? Uh, come on. Come on. Let's see, that's better yet right there. Yeah, you know, so... <laughs> you want fries with that, right? Like, yeah, why you wouldn't you? That, you? You want fries with that, don't you? I, I can hear it in your voice. You're not saying that. I, I, don't, just... I don't have enough money. I got some pennies up here for you. Take a penny and give a penny. I'll give you some. <laughs> Look in your ashtray. I'll bet there's money in there. <laughs> oh, dude, you I can afford the dollar menu french fries, you cheap son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Come on! I, the car yesterday. I found so much change. You know, my, my girls get in here and they pretend they're driving. So they'll, they'll get the keys off the wall. They'll come in here, stick a house key in the ignition, which I have to, you know, you know basically uh, almost surgically remove. It's like you can't put a house key in the ignition, okay? Just oh work. no, no, you can't. You know? Oh God, God forbid if it breaks off and they're you're done. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, and I'm looking out all over the floor, and I'm cleaning up some things, and I'm like, okay, well, here's here's a buck here and quarters. Uh, here's, I'm thinking, man, I just I just struck it rich. So, <laughs> you know those shows that tell you how to find money and and all that kind of stuff. Just there's so many yeah. ways. You, know, you look in your couch cushions, you look in the car, you look in the ashtray, like you said. Now now bottled water, the bottles are a five cent return. 
Um, no, it's, it's so funny because this guy, Sunday nights, he, he comes on our street and he goes through everybody's recycling, looking yeah. for cans. And I'm thinking, man, I, I don't, I don't want that to be me. Even if, even if I was like completely broke, I, I still know. would find a different way. You know, at five cents a piece, you got to get a lot of cans and bottles. Yeah, you do. Right? You just to buy just to buy off the dollar menu, let alone buy a gallon of milk and some yeah. bread. But you can't get off you know? the dollar menu. You know, now some places, I went to Burger King last night because I go to this this pizza place. Okay, here's a pizza place that's brand, brand new, newly built, okay? And I'm thinking they must have slices. I go in there and I said, hey, I'm looking around thinking, this is not good. I don't see any slices. You got slices, man? Now we cook the order. I'm like, you what? You're a pizza place. And he goes, yeah, we cooked the order. You want a menu? No. Do I want to take with you? No, I'm never coming back. I want a stinking slice. So here's somebody that lost some business, probably about six bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, because they cut the pieces, however, like in squares or something. You can't take a, a pizza and cut it, in, cut it in triangles and sell slices. I think that's ludicrous. <laughs> That that you know what that's a perfect example of a business that it refuses to do what people you're standing there telling them what you want you're a potential customer with money burning a right. hole in your pocket yeah. and they refuse to take a knife out and slice are you kidding me yeah. you can't take yeah. one piece and slice it the way I want it you can't do one thing like that for a customer or a special request I could be a lifelong customer you know right. many people yeah. lose lifelong customers over stupid things that take like 15 minutes. See, this is why entrepreneurs succeed, because they come in and they do things where the, the big guys, it's all cookie cutter, they got their formula, and to change one thing in a big company costs a million dollars. Well, exactly. that's where the entre- entrepreneurs come in and they say, guess what, this guy don't want to slice it that way, that's all I'm going to do all day long is slice it that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's smart. He stands out front of the other guy's place and says, yeah, here you go, Here's, come on over, see my brochures. Yeah. That's, that's how inventions get, get uh, yeah, produced. Yeah, sure it is. You know, there's a I know need. a guy out here in Syracuse, company's called Cable Express, or it used to be called, it's called CX Tech now. What a great story. This guy started out of his garage, yep. and he literally, he got some, some big data cable. It was like a foot around or something, really big cables. But what happened was it would connect to mainframes or something like that, and mm-hmm. IBM would sell these things, and they would sell them. But the problem is it was a six-month turnaround time because they didn't have them available or the, the demand was too high. This guy, guess what this guy did? He, bought, he went and bought 20 of those cables, which made some other business wait longer, which means they had a bigger need at that point in time because he got in line ahead of somebody. You got people right. waiting months for these extremely important data cables. He just loaded them up in his garage, and he went out to like 10 or 20 companies. He said, if you need a replacement cable, you come to me. I will bring it to you the next day. The guy mm-hmm. has a $30 million business in Syracuse, New York right now called CX Tech. You can Google it. They do everything now. His name was I think his name wow. was Bill Pomeroy. Great story, great business story. There's a lot of those around. You just got to look hard enough, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, necessity is the mother of invention. Yeah. So, but uh, all he did was go a little bit out of his way with a big company. IBM didn't want to do it. Now, they're, of course, they're not out of business. They're not going anywhere. But yeah. it made him a multimillionaire. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> one little one. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Because because if, if one person needs something, other people are needed as well. I mean. You know, you you were talking to a guy that wanted to advertise in the Herkimer in the Herkimer area, and uh, you know we don't have any products to to accommodate him of our right. own, but we have products that we can put him into. We can make we can actually make a product, sure. sell it to people, and put them into that market. So that's 
yeah, that's, that's how that's what you got to do. That's that's how you know companies and get birth and ideas get birth. It's creative thinking, outside the box thinking, that makes these things happen. So sure. if there's a need, if there's a need. There's a business that can, you know, that, that can meet that need, and they can also meet other needs. They can diversify. We were talking to a guy today, and and uh, he worked for a company in New York City. The company that he worked for uh, was a was a um, a clothing wholesaler. But then they but they, then they went to other different products. They, 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 I think they were doing one product, and I think it was cherry cloth or something like that, and they were doing bathrobes. But then they branched off into doing other things, and they became they became really really big. So, you know, you can you can start a company, you can tweak it, you can diversify, not over diversify, and you can change with the times a little bit and kind of reinvent yourself, which a lot of companies aren't doing. They're staying, they're staying with the same old process doing business as usual, and before they know it, they're going to be doing no business. Right. Right? So keep doing business as usual. I mean, mainstream newspapers, are that's their attitude. It's business yeah. as usual. We don't care what Mike Bo was doing. It's business no, it's as usual. Please keep doing the same thing. Oh, yeah, I mean, sure thing. You know, it's like we talk about the newspapers all the time, right? Yeah. The newspapers, the newspapers are dying because they are so stuck in the past, not to mention the fact that I don't know if they all do or if it's regionally in upstate New York, but they the the writers have they have unions. Yeah, oh yeah. You 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 can't you can't do anything. Yeah. Your company's inflexible. That that basically makes your company inflexible. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I don't want to have a whole union argument with anybody because I know there's guys out there right now that are biting. Oh God, don't talk bad about the unions, guys. You got to stop with the false loyalty to the to the old unions that did something 20 years ago. They did a great thing, okay? They really yeah. did. They did a great thing when people were being taken advantage of by companies. Oh, yeah. It's over. It, it's yeah. it's not, It's you know, there's certain benefits. Oh, my God, the government's forcing people to the six weeks of leave and all this other stuff. What the heck are the unions doing? Right. They're not negotiating for anybody. The unions are taking the, everybody's money, and they're going and they're, and they're running their political ads against against. I don't care, name your side. I don't even care what side it is. Even if you're on the union side in a political argument, do you really think it's right that they're taking that money and just spending it the way they want to spend it? No. It's absurd. Now, businesses that are inflexible, this is why more and more companies are sprouting up, and you are in construction. Construction companies, more and more privatized ones, more and more ones that aren't going to use it. They're not going to have unions. So you're going to have a couple of big companies, four or five big companies that have to use unions, and the one, again, once again, the entrepreneur comes up, says, "Guess what? I'm never going to have more than nine people." Once I get to nine people, they start talking about a union. I'm going to close that business down. I'm going to go open another business with nine, maybe the same people. <laughs> and I'm going to tell them, "Now we talked about the union thing. I had to close the company because you said the word union." <laughs> okay. Now I got a new company. Do you want to work for me still? Same price. And by and large, people are getting paid. I think justifiably at least close to what they're worth. Nobody thinks they're getting paid enough, let's face it, okay? Oh, sure. Nobody thinks they're getting paid enough. Yeah. But it really is at a point where the unions are have become a huge barrier to, to us moving on. Yeah. 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 Right. That's one that's one of the you know, that's one of the things we'll look at for this whole UNY progress thing. Yeah. And I wanna kinda right. I wanna kinda chase people to the show a little bit and let them know that we're talking about UNY and they can they can Download the show and listen to it 
for a segment of it anyway, but you and my progress. I mean, there's so many things that, that we need to fight for. Yeah. New York State is a great is a great state. Upstate New York is, is a great part of New York. I, yeah. I, I think, from, from what I've heard anyway, that downstate pretty much takes care of itself, but, but there's not the problems that we have upstate anyway. So, right. um, you know, the, those are the things you look at. You look at consolidation of schools. You look at consolidation of sure. of uh, municipal services. You look at the consolidation of, uh, you know, whatever that is. We look at reducing throughway tolls. Consolidating police forces, the multiple layers of police. And you know what? This doesn't just apply to New York. This applies to every town and municipality and state that has a budget deficit and they're going broke, and there's quite a few of them. Uh, This applies to all of them. Everybody has to get efficient. We have to run government like we run businesses. And we need business people to run governments. We yeah. can't have well, we can't have people that never had an executive level, had never had to put, make a payroll. People got to understand that, right? Does yeah. it work? So, so um, you know, and, there, and there's actually there, there's uh, there's so much overlap. Like you said, the police force there's a lot of overlap there, and it needs to be really just uh, thinking thinking about the work for it. It needs to be more. Intentional. So basically, like, you know, the New York State troopers or whatever, they should be patrolling the major highways. These right. sheriffs should be patrolling the highways, like, you know, up here in, in Utica area, Route 12, Route 46, the Route, county, you know, whatever. Uh, right. On, on, county on a county wide. level. Mm-hmm. The, the villages and stuff, I mean, I mean, really, we shouldn't see state police. And, and when I was growing up, you didn't see a state trooper ever. No. You know, for, I know. Us, it was, uh, for us it was because the county sheriff was up was up the street from me. You saw sheriffs going in and out of there, but really all you saw was Watertown City Police. Right. So, and, that, and that's what it was. I mean, if, if the police, if, if the city police force or the village police force can't take care of the people that are in that village, then there's a problem. But when you got to have yeah. you know, county sheriffs and state troopers, it's like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? They could be doing something else, and we don't need that many <laughs> police officers. And I have a lot of friends that are police officers, and, and there may be some police officers that will listen to the show. I'm sorry yeah. about that, but, you know... It's, it, not, a, it's not about them. It's about their bosses yeah. and the whole structure. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, they're not to blame, but the thing is, if, if they lose their jobs, what we need to do is we need to find other jobs for them, okay? Right. So, you know, I don't want to see anybody lose their job without... I don't no. want to see, like, a door closed without without another door being open for them. So Absolutely, um, and, and you know what? In these parts, that, that to some degree is being done right now, and i got to tell you, I'm not... I don't like to... There's a lot of pork barrel spending, but every once in a while, they spend it on the right thing. And what they have in this area, and maybe in a lot of areas, if anyone hears this from outside of New York, you might want to look into this, but the Department of Labor has freed up a ton of money for people who are not employed, um, and they're sending them to retrain them in this whole cybersecurity thing that's going on. we got one of them going on up here in upstate New York, as you know. And um, guess what? It's something that if you, if you're, if you can't get work in your current field, you can actually go – you can actually go, and it's paid for and everything, and you can go and get retrained, learn something new, learn something different. Sure. It's just like when you own a business. You have to evolve and change with the times. Yeah. You can't stay stuck in the thing that's not working over and over and over again. Right. You know, my uh, my tenant worked for a company for 15 years, and it was a factory, thing, and he got laid off, they downsized. So, you know, he was looking, yeah. out looking for factory jobs because that, that's what he was used to. But let's face it, there aren't the, well, first of all, there aren't many jobs out there. And secondly, no. factory jobs, you might as well almost forget about it. So you got to, yeah. sometimes you got to bite the bullet. I mean, you might have to work at Walmart. 
You might have to work at Wally World for ten bucks an hour, okay? Right. As a greeter. So sure. um, that's that's where you start, but you you don't you don't end there either. You know. No, okay, don't I'm end there. Gonna, right, 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 right. I'm going to be a Walmart greeter for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> I mean, you walk you, in the Walmart. I mean, if <laughs> and then and then it's like I got to get my own car. It's like, hey, how you doing? Ugh. Wow. <laughs> You are the nastiest Walmart greeter I've ever seen. Yeah, this dead end job. Yeah, you don't end there, you know. People no, don't end there. Go do do it do it to get by and then get yourself yeah. get yourself trained, go to go to school, do something. Sure. But you, you know, know, that's fine, I respect that. But you know there's people and I don't know how many and I'm sure it's not all everybody. I've been I'm when I got out of the Navy I was on unemployment for a long time and they extended it. It was a bad economy. You know? But at the same time, back then, it was more strict. It was more right. get yourself yeah. down to the office or get yourself. Yeah. And they would they would see how many, they would call people and make yeah, sure you're going on yeah. job hunting, you know. Yeah. It wasn't easy. I think it's gotten too easy, and it's too, it's like a life, it's supposed to, you know, we're supposed to have a safety net in this country. Sure. You know, we're not supposed to have a, a, a freaking hammock. It's supposed to be a safety right. net, not a hammock. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's, that's <laughs> yeah. a good analogy. Yeah, hey, where's my hammock? Oh, it's right here. Oh, this is nice. I'm going to park it here for a while. <laughs> you got a pillow? <laughs> oh, nice. man, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, between two coconut trees. And, hey, you got some SPF? Oh, this is the light. Oh, here's oh a Corona. Oh, God, if I had bonbons, this would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. And here's a six-pack of Corona. Oh, no way. <laughs> Oh man, you just described me up to my camp. (laughs) You just described me up to my camp. (laughs) It just doesn't get any better than this. And that's the thing, you know. Listen, I never had the luxury of having my unemployment extended. For for me, when I was on unemployment way back when, it was like twenty six weeks. Was that? And the door. Yeah, they couldn't wait to to push me out of the nest. I know. Fly, birdie, fly. It's like it's like drop or fly, man. It's like you're gonna yeah. do one or the other. What do you mean? Wait a minute. I don't. I, my 26 weeks is up. You, can you give me some more? No, 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 no. Uh, no, no, no. That ain't how it's gonna no. work. Do I have to beg and plead? It doesn't matter what you do. We're not giving you one more cent. So nope. you go now. You're done. Yeah. You're going now. You, you go now. You've been hour. You've been yeah. here 26 weeks. You only took You've so been here 26 weeks. You, you take all our money. You go now. No soup for you. My tenant actually got about two and a half years of unemployment. And then he became an age, or maybe his wife became an age where they can get uh, social, social security. So yeah. this guy hasn't worked in like, I want to say wow. close to four years. Okay? Wow. And, and he's gotten nasty Crazy. and, and uh, you know. But uh, and that's what happens, man. Well, like, I can ma- I can make money. I can pay my bills. You know, I won't have anything for retirement, but I can pay my bills, and I'm live mm-hmm. off the system the rest of my life. I don't have to go to Walmart to be a greeter. Sweet. Yeah, you know what? Too like like I said earlier, it's like it's not even it's kind. It's I mean, you know what? To me, in a way, it's unpatriotic to take more than, than what you deserve. At the same time, it's the government. They're running commercials for food stamps in New York. Everybody, can you hear me? Yeah. Did you hear that? They run commercials to drive people down to pick up food stamps because we're apparently not giving enough of them away. We're not yeah. meeting our quota like the like the, the cops up here, the quota. Hey, 
remember one time you did Julie, you that made the analogy you said we said pulled over by the police in New York and, and they said, You know why I pulled you over? Yeah, well I'm guessing because you haven't made your quota yet, right? Imagine yeah. saying that just one time. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I really... have a pretty good idea. It's because you got a quota to me. Right. <laughs> wonder if yeah. you get the ticket. <laughs> oh, well, well, here's what you can say. Listen, I'm, I'm just going to tell you now, my lawyer's going to get me out of this thing, okay? So you might want to just go back in your car <laughs> and pull somebody else over. <laughs> and you know what? It's so much about the revenue, they might actually do that. Yeah. <laughs> they might say, oh, really? Oh, okay, then. Never mind. Get out of here. Yeah. I just want to tell you, i got a really good lawyer. <laughs> I'm going to call him right when I'm done here, and I'm going to get out of it yeah. before I even go to court. You understand this? Yeah, as a matter of fact, he's on the phone now. That's, what, that's when you, uh, you get pulled over for talking to your cell phone, right? And it's not the point where over. It's like, yeah, because I was talking to my lawyer on the phone. My lawyer. Yeah. You didn't hand the cop the phone. Here, talk to yeah. him. Yeah, you want to talk to him? Don't give him a ticket. You're not going to him on. Okay. Have a nice day, sir. Here's my lawyer. I was just talking to him about getting a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to this. Some, some cops Why did I pull you over? Because I was speeding in my registration, and I was talking on yeah. the phone, and I didn't have my seatbelt on, and oh, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. maybe some I've some said cops, too much. Yeah, some cops <laughs> are really lenient. Yeah, yeah, maybe I, uh, and, I and, the, and the cocaine <laughs> under the seat. Oh. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention the cocaine under the seat. Yeah. Oh, there's an unregistered firearm in the trunk you might want to check out, too. <laughs> yeah. Why are you telling me all I that? I got a good lawyer, so none of this is going to happen, but go ahead and look oh. at it if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Take I don't a know, few I snapshots. <laughs> Sir, why are you telling me all this? I don't know. I watched the movie Liar, Liar, and I got convicted, I guess. I, I just, I just got to tell the truth. <laughs> yeah. So my wife and I are coming from Dibbles Inn in Vernon, which, hey, I'll, I'll be doing some marketing seminars there, a summer marketing series. you got, you got to go out on Tuesday nights and catch these series July and August. But my wife and I were driving from a wedding, and we're talking a lot. We're having a good time. And I'm doing, I got the cruise control set at 65 because basically you can do 10 miles an hour over. Well, I didn't know the speed limit jumped down to 45 in some places, right? Oh, oh that's Top good, pulls, yeah. That pulls me over, you know. And he says, uh, you know, fast we're going. I said, yeah, I had the cruise control set at 65. I said, you can do 10 miles an hour over. He goes, yeah, that'd be great if every speed uh, zone was a 55-mile-an-hour zone. He goes, there was a couple 45s and 40s back there. And I said, you know, I am really sorry. I said, my wife and I were talking and having a good conversation. He said, that's for my license. And we had just moved from Herkimer to Newport. We never changed, uh, you know, we never got a new license, but I wrote it on the back. So he looks at the front of the license, he looks at the back of the license, and he goes, oh, well, you know, you changed addresses, so I'm not going to give you a ticket. Excuse me. Have a nice day. And I'm thinking, is this guy, like, over quota or something? Is he... Is he <laughs> Is he busting my chops? Is it April? Is it April first? Or it's like you've been pumped. You're getting the ticket. <laughs> I got I got no ticket. I just got you know yeah. uh, slow down, have a nice day, right? When was I'm this? Driving out. What's that? When was this? This was this was a while ago. This is this is probably. I was gonna say that don't happen anymore. No, no. This this is a while You're ago. Right, every second damn ticket. Yeah, then I'm, then I'm driving on Route Five, heading up towards Turkmer. Same thing happens. I'm going a little fast, as I as I usually do. Uh, if I could remove the lead from my foot, I'd be a lot slower <laughs> driver. But i got to find out how to do that. So anyway, um, uh, that's a, a handicap. Guy, <laughs> yeah. A different guy pulls me over, looks at, the, looks at the license, looks at the front, looks at the back. 
He goes, you know, you need to get a new license. And I said, yeah, I, I know. I changed my address and everything. He goes, I don't know if they want if they didn't want to be bothered, but he goes, I'm not going to give you a ticket. Have a nice day. I'm thinking, this is golden. Yeah, what the hell just happened here? <laughs> What's the number of that box that just hit me? <laughs> is this going to happen every time? Because I'll keep it just like this. <laughs> yeah. This is my. I talked to somebody. My... Go ahead. What's I talked to my... somebody today. Ah, stop it. This stupid delay on this line. <laughs> you go, Mike. Go. Uh, well, what I was going to say was like, this is my get out of speeding ticket free, you know? You know, people have their get out of jail free cards. Like this is my get out of, get, get out of uh, speeding ticket card. Sure, good so, strategy. But, you got to have a strategy. Listen, just to go around, yeah. just to ride around in New York State these days, you got to you got to do it with a strategy. You can't just get in your car and go someplace. Yeah. You got to say like, okay, let me make sure I map out all the speed limits on my GPS. I'll make sure I mark the speed limits because right. it is freaking crazy up here. The, the government has turned our police against us because they've got to get their quotas, and they're all broke. There's nothing scarier than New York State with no money. Oh, yeah. Because they are after us, all of us. That is the that is the first true statement they've made in a long time, saying that New York, uh, New York State is broke. I'm like, thank you for finally telling the truth. They finally said it, right? Well, they had yeah. to say it. Too obvious now. Yeah. Don't sugarcoat. <laughs> don't sugarcoat it. Oh yeah, you know things are good. No, we're broke. Okay, good. Yeah. It's because now, now we know where we are, and, and we need to make some change in order to get. Yeah. In order to get uh, back in the black again. You know when you New know York State's I... not broke. You know when they're not broke, New York State. When? When they can't friggin' afford to run advertisements about giving money away. That's when they're really broke, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Come right. on. They're coming after us for ticket money, and they're still running the freaking ads for social services and food stamps. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> I can't stand it. Yeah. Yeah, hey, we want to give away. Hey, we got some food stamps to give away. Uh, anybody want them? <laughs> anybody want them? Yeah. We got too Free much food. money here, guys. Come on, come get some. <laughs> what? Free you know, hey, free beer and cigarettes. Come and get them. We don't care what you're using for. <laughs> no, they don't either. They don't. They really yeah. don't. It's like we were had a conversation earlier. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. What can I buy with my food stamps? You can buy a hammock. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, you can buy a <laughs> And you can buy beer and cigarettes. Oh, no kidding. Oh, and some SPS so you can lay out in the sun. Oh, Always. well, yeah. I mean, everybody has. everybody should have the right to have SPF. Right? Yeah. If we can have it, everyone should have the right to have it. Everyone should right. have the right to have a cell phone in a car because you can't get a job unless you have a cell phone in a car, and everybody has to have an email because you can't get a job unless you have an email. So everybody has to have a computer and Internet access. That's all. Yeah. That's all I'm saying, Mike. <laughs> yeah. I've heard of the right to bear arms, but I haven't heard of the right to not burn arms. <laughs> yeah, that's it right there. Yeah. The the beach oh you it's in the twenty fifth amendment coming up it's, it's yeah. coming up in twenty twenty the right to not get sunburned on the beach yeah, it's you, called the beach amendment yeah the, the beach amendment you have the right to not burn arms wow <laughs> free SPF for everybody but don't try to have a gun damn it yeah yeah you're, you're I forbid you protect or... yourself on that beach while you're drinking yeah. Coronas uh uh-uh, uh not gonna have it not here yeah out of control 
Everybody should. They really, they really are having those discussions too uh, about it. Well, everybody has to have a car. Everybody has to have health insurance. I mean, what did the country do when everybody didn't have health insurance? Mm-hmm. You know, what do we do when nobody had cars? What if people got on bicycles at one point in this this nation's history? You know what? Guess what? Get back on the damn bike. You can drive that to yeah. go to an interview. Right. <laughs> Take a shower in the bathroom at the, the business. I don't yeah. care. What the heck? You can't pay right. for everything. New York State, too. Yeah. New York State's another one that's proven that the, the public health care can't work because that whole, the whole fiasco for the health care in New York, that's going to come crashing down. Because they're advertising that too. They're advertising that uh, child first plus first help. I don't know what the hell it is, but they're advertising it. They're running ads, okay? Sending the taxpayer the bill for the ad to get people to come and get free if you can't afford health care. The problem is, so many people take advantage of those things that pretty soon everybody's on it and nobody can afford it anymore. Right. Nobody. My thought is this here's my thought on health care, okay? I think I've got the answer. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right. Small business supposedly drives America, right? The, the, the business is kind of divided sure. up into small business and, and large corporations. But I think small business, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, is about 70% of all business, right? 70%. Yes, and I think corporations are free. So if that is the case, then why don't the insurance companies – see, I believe, I believe you know, the government needs to step in on a couple things, okay? Why don't they mandate these insurance companies to, to uh, offer small business owners – lower health insurance rates so they can actually afford health insurance, okay? So it's a matter of, you know, do you want more volume? I, I don't know what the percentage is. If it's 20% of, of small business owners have health insurance and 80% don't, but how about if it was 80% paying a lower premium that they could afford and 20% not paying it? And then because exactly. if, if, if a small employer employs people, they don't offer health insurance because they don't have any health insurance, and their employees don't have any health insurance. So I think that if they made it affordable for small business owners to actually have insurance, because it's over, I mean, this is a few years ago. I'm going back a few years because I even check, checked it out for myself. It, it's over a thousand bucks a month. Who could, how can afford that? Yeah, I mean, it is out of control, but the problem is it's a third-party payer system. There's no buyer-seller relationship, and when you cut out the buyer-seller relationship, nobody cares how much it costs, they don't shop around, and the whole thing right. falls apart, and that's where we're at. Yeah. but I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you, It's got to go back to a direct relationship between me, the buyer, and I know yeah. somebody that has to pay for his own his own tooth care, and guess what? He shops it around, and he tells the guy, hey, this one's going to do it for 500 What do you got? Right. <laughs> okay, exactly. who does that? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things I want to I want to fight for and, and offer with with doing my progress. I mean, I want to offer like a membership that's not very expensive, first of all. But I want I want I want the membership to you and my progress to have privileges. Okay. Like when sure. we get a when we get a group together that has you know like like let's say you and my progress has I don't know twenty thousand members that are that are businesses. Right. Okay, twenty thousand members, and we go to these healthcare companies and go, listen, we have twenty thousand small business owners that don't have insurance. Okay, right. So we want to work with you, and say, it, it, we want we want rates, and, and this is a buying group, and it's going to be through UNY Progress. What can mm-hmm. you give us for for reduced rates? Oh, uh, I don't know, you know, eight hundred bucks a month. No, you got to go lower than six hundred bucks a month. Now you're talking. You know what I mean? It has to be affordable. Yeah. You know so, what else too, Mike? What's that? You know what else too is that is that 
bring back the buyer-seller relationship. In our organization, we will give incentives. You will give incentives for people to shop it and give you three prices. The insurance company, if they use the lowest one, they get an incentive. Right. Shop it. You got to put the shopping back into healthcare. Yeah. But yeah, no, great. Buyer power, buyer strength is power. But let the buyer save money and get a little incentive, a little kickback. Yeah. A little commission. Yeah. Something. So get three so quotes for it. Some of the problems. You know, these are some of the problems, and that's why. That's why uh, insurance insurance rates are so high. Another another reason is you know these frivolous, frivolous lawsuits. Okay, you know, I'm talking about the lady, you know, downstate in Gloversville or St. Johnsville or whatever the heck she was at the McDonald's, and she puts a cup of coffee between her legs and and (laughs) spills it. And listen, I'm talking six million dollars. I mean, first of all, she had a great board, by the way. Yeah, really? To to what? Yeah, it got reduced down to like it got reduced down to a stupid half a million, which is still stupid. Okay. All right. So anyway, they started at six to end up with one or a half, but it's still. Are you kidding me? Why get a nickel out? Of, she shouldn't have got a nickel out of that. Yeah, I mean, come on. You know, Zero. you know what's hot? It's coffee. Okay. It's usually pretty hot. You know what's you know what's boiling lava hot? When you open up the top, it's going to explode like a volcano. Okay, and you put it in your like, And I'm sorry. Where you sorry. should not have your face, by the way. You know. This lady and her family might be listening to the show at some point. I, I'm I'm sorry, okay? I'm just saying. You made a mistake. <laughs> we saying. all do it. We all do stupid things. And, and uh, you know, but to get even half a million dollars for that, first of all, she had a great lawyer. And, but secondly, oh, yeah. I mean, she couldn't perform her wifely duties and, and this other stuff. I'm like, yeah, this stuff is, sure. we, we need to, as a judicial system, cut <laughs> that stuff out. Because yeah, that's, that's got- why insurance cost up. Got to stop because think about the day. Think about what it is. We're well, supposed to say, look, I, I would t- if you if a reasonable person could say, I'll take a half a million dollars and burn myself between my legs. I'll well, do it. I'll, uh, if, yeah. if 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 an average guy might say, yeah, I, I'd do that for a half a million. You're supposed to say it's so horrible and heinous that yeah. you know somebody's face is dismembered and they get six it, million. It, That's yeah. something you should say. I wouldn't. I would not do that for six million dollars. Right? Exactly. It's going to be something that you look at and say, yeah, I might do that for right. half. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. Yeah. There's so many it's, of them, too. So many. You know, it is, it is absolutely ridiculous, dude. I mean, I cannot tell you how frustrating that is. I mean, I had a construction accident back in, I don't know, the uh, early 90s, okay? I was, I was yeah. actually doing a plumbing job with my cousin, working for him. And we're we're laying sewer pipe. We're in clay soil. The guy never put a shoring box in there, basically, which is kind of like walls, you know, metal walls. So that if the bank collapses, right. then right. it hits the Something wall. Something he and, should know. Yeah, right. and, and uh, so there was no shoring box. And I'm I'm in there. I just stood up to reach my pitch level. Thank God, and the ditch collapses. Now I got shattered ribs. I mean, only two ribs were left um, unbroken. Okay, everything in the office is broken up inside. I got a I got a bruised pancreas. I got a collapsed lung. I got a broken uh, jacket, you know, shoulder blade, man. whatever. So, and I'm I'm on rehab for four months. I'm in a hospital man. for eight days. Four of those were in ICU. And now I got scar tissue. And what what happened was there was so much scar tissue that these these nerves that run around the, the your back to your front, these called these yeah. intercostal nerves. Yeah. You know, were being pressed on by the scar tissue, and it's it's very painful. So now I had to go through these pain block sessions and whatever. And I had a crappy lawyer, and, and I won't mention his name because he was—he uh, he really should be out of business, okay? But a crappy mm. lawyer, 
and uh, I don't know what his problem was, but I got they sold it on the court for like forty grand. I wanted to, I wanted it to go to court. Okay, I thought sure. if, if somebody should be awarded millions of dollars, that's where it should be awarded. Okay, when right. somebody has right. when a doctor says there's going to be there's going to be lifelong uh, issues. Exactly. So, you know, because who knows down the road what's going to happen? You know, with uh, with all these from all these injuries, who knows what's going to happen? You know, no, it's right. going to be pain. I couldn't even lay on the, I couldn't even lay on the floor on my side because it, it, it burned so badly. I couldn't have that. Yeah. Here, right. No, that, that that is that is definitely one of those situations where a half a million to me in that situation because you got future issues you're going to face. Mm-hmm. I know from scar tissue. Believe me, it, it grows. Scar tissue grows and, and pushes on things and. It's bad stuff. We got 33 seconds, so let's tell everyone if you get a chance, go out to uh, Facebook.com and search for UNY Progress, and search for yeah. Mike Bova, and search for me, Rob Thrasher. Go to CyberVillage.com, MadisonCountyCourier.com. Get your news from Upstate New York, and um, we'll ta- we'll continue this conversation after we stop streaming live here in 10 seconds. So if you come back and down for it later, hear the rest of the show. And that's all I got, Mike. You got anything else? I think that's about it for now, man. You know, with that, so. We're going off live in five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. yeah. And we're clear. So, hey, we're still talking, though. Clear, clear. Yeah, so I know, believe, I, believe me, I know with that scar tissue. I have 14 years after one of my surgeries, I had to go back because the scar tissue was, it really grows. It's like a plant in there, and it can grow, and it can entwine itself around around nerve. And when you get a nerve that's trapped like that, it's it's burning horrible pain. Yeah. Uh, I got a pinched yeah. nerve in my neck right now, and it, there's times my whole right arm will go numb from it. Right. <laughs> I go to traction and it helps it, but it keeps comes back and back and back. So it's not good yeah. stuff. But yeah, you're right. You know, if if that happens to a child, and I think this is the right thing to do. I know a friend of mine, his his daughter was doing a, a uh, they were um, divers, his little girls, and one of them fell backwards onto this huge concrete freaking slab that was there for some odd reason, covering something or whatever. And um, her eyes went cross, and she had some serious major issues. And then almost out of a miracle, she got better. And it was a, a wonderful thing. But the lawyer said, well, you're still going to sue. You're, st- you're still going to get money and put in a, put in an account for this girl. Because it is possible 20 years later she has headaches or serious issues with her brain. It can go 20 years. He says, you're still And he actually told them, if you, if you decide not to sue, I will take it to court on her behalf. You don't even have a choice in that situation because, like you said, we're talking future issues here. Yeah, your lawyer sucked, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, what a, what a crappy lawyer! He shouldn't even be practicing. He should, you know, they have they have the bar exam. I know it's spelled differently, but he should be barred. You know, oh, like yeah. a, barred a by the bar. A different type of bar. Yeah, he should be barred. Yeah, from the bar. You know, that's yeah. the kind of thing that I. You know, some judge sort of should have seen that and said. This guy's getting hosed over here. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna recommend that you go get a new lawyer because this is not going well. You know, I got to know. I got to know another guy, business guy over there, and he, he's he's actually looking at getting a lawyer to sue a lawyer. Sometimes you have to do that. You know, you can oh, sue. Yeah. Have a lawyer sue a lawyer for negligence. Yeah, I don't know about it. You prove that. Yeah, you could get your money from him. <laughs> sure, yeah. He's a, if he's listening right now, he's like, "Hey, shut your face, Thrasher." <laughs> Yeah. Shut your pile. <laughs> Does it still have any pain, residual pain from that? You know what? I got to tell you honestly. I, I went to uh, 
I went to a woman's home group. It's actually her pastor's mom. And I went to her, one of her home meetings because we have these small group meetings with the church. And, and I'm a firm believer in healing. Uh-huh. So, um, uh, you know, I think the pastor's mom and another lady were like, they were praying for me. And I said, you know, I've got a lot of pain and stuff and, and a lot of burning and, and whatnot. And they prayed for me. And, and I really felt completely better. And you know what? Uh, as far as I know, I don't have any residual effects from it. I, I can lay on the floor. It, it, there's there's no pain wow. in my ribs, you know, really per se, and I can lay on the floor wow. and not have burning sensations and all that. And it's been, you know, wow. they prayed for me way back when, maybe like 96, somewhere like that, yeah. and I really haven't had, right. uh, I've had very little pain at all. So, wow. you know, thank God for that. So, I don't know. Yeah, thank God, right. Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine. And you know what's really funny is, you know these these, play, these pain block sessions. Okay, you know we, we got this new thing. It's experimental. I'm like, oh, what do you mean experimental? Oh no, okay. I don't well, like that I word at all. I know I'm a guinea, but I don't want to be a guinea pig. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, how about we use the guinea? <laughs> I mean, oh, we meant the guinea pig. Sorry, 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 sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't want to get pig, get pig. Oh my God, this is not going yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. Those, those, the other four Rodney Dangerfield on me. Hey, I'll tell you, no offense, okay? <laughs> so I'm like, well, yeah. you know what? Let me try it out. What it was, dude, I don't know why the needle had to be so long because the needle doesn't go oh. all the way in. The needle, I swear to God, was like a foot long. Okay. Now, <laughs> now maybe I'm, Just for a fact. But it seemed like it was like a foot long. And then. Uh, I'm like, is that the needle? It's going to go through my body. In one inch <laughs> thick. Yeah, they're like, no, we don't put it in all the way. Well, thank God for that, you know. Because so, <laughs> that would be coming out my front end. <laughs> yeah. Did it go all the way through my body? Uh, so they, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just wanted to squirt some of that medicine on the floor. But we had to go through your back and your stomach to get it there. Uh, so anyway, no problem. In there. there was like six needles, you know, into my back or whatever. Was it? And then yeah. I could feel, ah. I could feel fluid running around from the back to the front. So I'm, I'm actually, I got a pillow. On, I'm sitting down. I got a pillow on my lap. Uh-huh. So like hold the pillow and squeeze it really hard. I'm thinking this is not good. You got a bullet I can bite on or something? <laughs> so you got, I'm doubled over. You got like, a bottle of vodka. <laughs> something, something to numb the pain. Okay, a stick. <laughs> yeah, you know. How's your pain on a scale of one to ten with ten being the worst? It's like fifteen. <laughs> it just went exponential, you son of a bitch. Yeah. So they, 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 before they put the needle in, they go, "Listen, this is going to be really painful. I got to tell you, you know, like everybody that goes through this says it is, it is one of the most painful things they've ever gone through." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Why do you tell me now? You know, you could tell, tell me, me now. Home. You didn't tell me that when you were pitching it to me." <laughs> yeah. Your elevator pitch. <laughs> yeah. Where was that left out? Well, that was in the fine print. Yeah. yeah, probably was too. Or maybe but, uh, they think like those infomercials results may vary. Yeah, that's all. You know what I mean? Maybe they, maybe, you know, could you ask them, like, could you mix me a cocktail? I mean, when you're at the right age and you got to have the, the camera go up yourself, they at least give you a cocktail or something. And yeah. Most people don't even remember it. I mean, like, you're going to have ten right. needles. You think they'd have some kind of cocktail for you or something. Yeah. You know, Jeez. Yeah, they call it, what do they call it, like the anima bar or something? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> What's the nice girl with you doing in a dirty place like this? I don't know. So anyway, um, <laughs> I just feel so violated. So... 
got me over this, you know, over this pillow, and they're like, they're kind of like, brace yourself. There's like two of them holding me down, one on each side of me. I'm like, they're holding wow. me down. Wow. Just two holding you down? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. You're like the Hulk. You could have taken six of them. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm like, they're holding me down so I don't, I don't get up, and then they shoot this needle on my back. And I'll tell you what, dude, here's what it felt like. Mm. Put your ribs in a vice and turn the handle. Ugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Put your ribs no. in a vice yeah. and, just, and just keep turning the handle. That, that, that was the experimental part where they didn't give you anything to ease your pain. <laughs> they they right, were testing yeah. it on you with no pain medication. There we go. <laughs> just yeah. going to hurt like hell. We're going to hold you down. <laughs> right. Put these straps on his arm so he don't hurt nobody. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. So I, wow. I had, I had, it, it did alleviate yeah, the doctor, that sounds like. Yeah. It, 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 it did alleviate the pain, i got to say. But it was no, so uh-huh. painful to go through. So in order to in order to manage your pain, we have to give yeah. you a ton of pain. Only for a short time, though. Oh. We'll stick six needles in your back, and then you'll be good. But the last time, <laughs> the last time I went through this, I, I, w- I was at the doorway. I was going to my appointment, and I said, I can't go in there. That's how painful it was. I couldn't go oh, in. Oh, God. I couldn't make session done. I, I just walked away. Right. Hey, listen, we yeah, got a new topic on the show. It's the starting of a vehicle. It's the starting of a Saturday Did you hear that? I didn't know if you yeah. heard that. I just ran it from the switchboard. Oh, yeah. This oh. Is, our budget's out of control here. I think yeah. I've got three, three lined up now, actually. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you can do the. Uh, you still got the. Who was it? The laughing lady, which sounds like a hyena, but I don't know if you can. The hyena that. lady. <laughs> yeah. No, I deleted her because Cole threatened to kill me. Uh, <laughs> I guess he's yeah. got sensitive ears or something. <laughs> you got the clapping audience. You probably got the clapping audience. So. <laughs> I don't know. You know, having that whole deal with the premium versus the regular account, if you go back to regular, it gets rid of some stuff, so i got to re-upload it, and it's a nightmare. Okay. I got Godfrey. I got our Godfrey clips. Maybe I'll play us out with those. Uh, which one, the Aflac one? I think I have I think I think have three combined here. I'm not sure what it is. But yeah. uh, we got about seven minutes left. Lou will still not be in here tonight. <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> I feel lonely. <laughs> No, yeah. no, no, Gilbert. We need Gilbert back. Yeah, Gilbert, and please Cletus, come back. Cletus didn't call in on the show either. Cletus from Deerfield, <laughs> which is a friend, which is a that friend of great. a friend. Yeah, Cletus, Cletus. Yeah, yeah. I, I was surprised when he called in. I thought he was down south somewhere, and he tells me he's right up upstate New York in Deerfield. Apparently, yeah. if you do something bad enough to get kicked out of Alabama, the last place uh, you can move to is Deerfield, New York. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they said. I did not know this. I did not. <laughs> All right. Good old Deerfield, New York. It's a beautiful, beautiful little, uh, what is it, a village? A little village. Yeah. I knew a guy from New York City that, that didn't understand when I said it. <laughs> I was from the village of, of Ariskany. Uh-huh. Ariskany, New York. He goes, village? You mean you mean the town? I said, no, no, no. The villages are in the towns. He goes, are you kidding me? <laughs> right. So every day when I would come in, to school in the Navy, an electronic school, I'd sit down, and he was always there first, and he would always put up a little Ariskany Village Times type of a thing, <laughs> uh-huh. and I'm pretty sure one of the names he used was Cle- Cletus sold his cow to Jethro last week, and <laughs> right. he broke my chops all the time for being from a village, a small village in upstate New York. Yeah. 
Anywho, I'm shot. I'll do some guys. You know, you know we can talk about real quick. We can talk about the uh, the email that Barry Pierce sent about the uh, revamping of the school system. Yeah. You read the email I sent to you, right? Yeah. It's something like there's there's like over 700 school districts in in New York. Yeah. And, and his, his idea, well, I, I think he's I think he's on the right track, but I think I really feel like countywide schools is not the way to go. I, th- I think you consolidate some. I was talking to Dave about it today. Dave, we had lunch with, and yeah. Uh, yeah. And I and, he, and he's well, he's an university graduate. You're an university graduate, right? Yeah. So Westmoreland's right. a small school. Arisky is a small yeah. school. They're not very far away from each other. A consolidation like between Ariskany and Westmoreland, Westmoreland makes sense. It does. But, yeah. but to go from 700 schools down to 60, no. Yeah, that's not going to do it. No, that's no. not. That'll just make a bunch of inner city like schools. No. no. We don't want to go schools. that far. And it's like, you know, we I can save, you know, that'll save $325 million a year. It, it would be total chaos, you know. Yeah. Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you basically see if you, can, if you can cut down from 700 school districts down to, like, maybe 500 or something like that. Yeah, right, right, right. Find schools right. that make sense. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, save, save taxpayers, like, you know, uh, some some money on their taxes and stuff because that, that would help alleviate some of the burden of school oh, taxes. And you then, just know um, there's tons of duplication that you could get rid of. Once you merge them together, yeah. there's going to be there's going to be tons of things you can, you know. I mean, it, yeah. But the thing is, what I, what I want to do is I want to get with Robert Freeman there, Bob Freeman, and I want yeah. I want to pull some records. I want to see. I want to do a little bit a little bit of investigating to see where the. It's supposed to be. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be this this you know information that that can be disclosed. Is, is the right. money with is the money for the New York lottery? Where does that where does that money go? Because like I we've been talking about North Carolina. Yeah, where does that money go anyway? Good question. Well, we're gonna find out. I mean, yeah. North Carolina funds their schools solely on the lottery, so the schools yeah, are completely some... funded on the North Carolina lottery. Is that crazy? You know what, Why Mike? I have a sneaky suspicion that that money's not being used for the school system. Hmm. Yeah. Call me crazy. Call me a conspiracy theorist. I have a really strong feeling that that money is not going where it's supposed to go, where it was promised well, to go. It ain't getting there. I don't bet. Well, it, it's maybe the, maybe the maybe the commercials for the food stamps is front. It's part of that education money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, I it, doubt it. It's, it's quite possible that that money is being used for something else. <laughs> and what, it, is, it, what is the percentage? What is the percentage of that money? You know, how, how much? Goes actually to schools, raising billions to educate millions, right? So, uh, I, I, I'll bet I bet you there's eighty percent chance it's less than one percent or ten percent, less than ten percent. I bet we find that oh, out. There's no doubt it's less than ten percent. It's probably about because uh, I think I think the rule of thumb is it's got to be like at least three or something like that. So so maybe three percent. I don't know, but I, I like I like to find out. You know where. So the question is right. So the question is: Is it even the three? Right? Is it even getting to the three? That's a good question. And why you know, is it three and not eighty-three? Hello. Yeah. You know, does it, does it go? To, does it go to the BOCES because there's there's you know there's Amanda Herkimer BOCES. There's uh, uh, they're making a ton of money Portland, too. Madison BOCES, Madison Oneida BOCES, Oneida Madison BOCES, and, and there's that money. Where does it go? I don't know. But I like. I'm they're find making out. boatloads of money too. Those BOCES are making boatloads oh, of money. Sure. Sure. So anyway, yeah. Boat loads. So that'll, that'll, that'll be the first uh, the first thing I want to take a look at. Right. Stepping on toes. Good. Here we go. Somebody needs to because nobody is right now. Yeah, no. I can tell you the newspaper's not doing it. No. No. 
Maybe some of the maybe some of us going to the newspapers to keep them quiet. <laughs> That'd be fun. You know I mean? That would be really fun to find out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But but you know, people that I've been talking to on online, you know, we're up to like 223 friends at last count. I, I I've been I've been talking to my friends one at a time, saying, "Hey, can you like our yeah, page?" I see, I see them on IM. On uh-huh, Facebook, and yeah. people are like, yeah, I like your page, whatever, and you know, we, we think what you're doing is a great thing, and keep up the good work, and and five whatnot. Seconds. Because five, really, okay. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.